The current spoiler warning level is crimson. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of crimson, as we're talking about a machine and its only variant from Gundam Reconquista in G. I will also note it's pretty spoilery because uh, this um, this is an important suit, and it also has features that, uh, b- boy, it sure has those features. So uh, if you aren't if you aren't ready to hear about important things from the whole season of Reconquista and G. For, for for all 26 here, um, I would tap out. But if you are, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks. Welcome back to another Mechanista NG and another request episode. Ooh, hiccups. It's okay. I can wheel them away. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan. Now I'm just listening to make sure you're willing it away at all times. I I do this all the time. It's not a problem. Damn. See, I, I can't ever will things away while I'm podcasting. I know that happens to me during, like... Like, when I used to drive, even if I had, like, a really bad cold, I would never cough or sneeze while driving. I don't know if my body hmm. just seemingly, like, knew, hey, idiot, you'll die if you do this, or what. But, like, I would never, like, sneeze or cough while driving. But then as soon as I, like, stopped at work, I would just start coughing or sneezing again. I don't know. It was just, like, a weird body function thing that I always think about is how, like, in high-stress situations, my body seems to know what I should and should not be allowed to do. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't know. For, Podcasting for not me, high it's... stress enough for me, though, to, you know. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's just uh, hiccups. I can just lock up my throat and make them stop. So. Wow. But we're going to roll on the request list. First, we're going to see what half. First half. Okay. Normal half. Relatively speaking. Everything we speak about is relative. Oh, hey, I was just talking about how we might roll this one soon. Interesting. Oh, um, this is a request from Nulligan. Thank you, Nulligan, for the submission. Okay. Uh, this is... I feel like you're going to know this or you won't, and I'm guessing you're going to know this because of the weird model number. Uh-huh. VGMM-GF10. Oh, that is something familiar. Is that... That's a G-Reco suit, right? It is a G-Reco suit. Ah... Uh... Now, which one, though? Because that's the problem, right? Because uh, I think there's multiple mobile suits with the VGMM. Because um, it's the uh, GIT suits. Um, like, uh, well, maybe not. Uh, no, no, I think there is. Because, like, okay, so I'm going to just have to start. Is it the Gastema? It is not. Is it the, uh, what's the other one? Uh, the, the hands one. The Gaon? It is not. Uh, There's one left. Well, kind of. Uh, Then that would be the Lucifer? This is the G Lucifer. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, it's all the ones that start with G are like these, right? Because there's... Mm -hmm. Well, no, because isn't the Kabakali one of these also? I can't remember, though. Uh, but they start using a. Uh, well, let me see. Kabakali. Um, I know, like the the Dharma and the Dahak are, are, but they start using LA and stuff. 
Oh, it's VGMM. VGMM and then get one is the Cavacali, so it's actually a yeah. different. Okay. Well, I was right about the VGMM part. Okay, cool. G Lucifer, the Glucifer. Uh, this machine fucking rules. I love this one. Uh, I have a kit of this one actually too. Um, but let's talk about it. So, uh, NG Reiko, uh, this is a mobile suit, a G type, produced by GIT Laboratories. GIT Laboratories being uh, a bunch of weirdos who really like making, uh, like, basically they make, like, a lot of pseudo-Gundams, but they also make, like, just a lot of weirdos in general. Um, and, and they're, if I'm remembering GIT specifically right, they're the ones who are, like, basically weebs for making weapons. Like, they are just like, yeah, look at all this old technology we have access to, we should totally make stuff with these. Um, and yeah, then you have the G-Lucifer, which is one of theirs. Um, the G-Lucifer, uh, oh, yeah. Anyone who's listened to the show for any length of time can look at this and instantly clock it as an Ipe Gyobu design. Yep. Yep. It's very much an Ipe design. Uh, it is, it, and it is a Gundam, uh, but it's a weird Gundam, uh, as Ipe himself is wont to do, you know, uh, because yeah, this is a Gundam that has, starting with the head, what is essentially like a very Xeon-esque head, like lots of rounded shapes, though it has like a cool like horn. A much better unicorn horn than the unicorn, and it has a mo- uh, like a crevice in the face for a mono eye. Mm-hmm. And so it has a mono eye. Um, this is a really cool head. I love this head's design. Um, so like uh, the head itself also does have um, does it actually have Vulcans though? It has what look like Vulcan ports, but I don't know if it actually does. Well, they're never talked about, is how I'll word it. But if you look at the hmm. top of the head, it does have what are designed to look very clearly like Vulcan ports, you know, at the, t- uh, the top side of either head, especially, like, in Ipe's uh, close-up art. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, I love this head design. So, the back of the head, it, it, uh, the shape of the head kind of reminds me almost of, like, something like, like something like the Marsai or the Gerbera Tetra just toned down a little, but it has that, like, you know, like, rounded and it, like, goes back kind of far design, you know? Um... Then the front of the head, though, yeah, so you've got, like, where the forehead is, like, you've got this bulge, which has a horn coming out of it, basically. Uh, lots of nice little lining details on the head as well. Like, on the circular part on the back, uh, you've got, like, you know, little lines. You've got, like, little tick marks along the edges. Um, little triangles on a couple of parts of the head. Um, like, on the uh, sides of the... Like, there's, like, this little overhang, like, a little behind the neck, like, of ar- of white armor. Uh, well, I say mm. white. This is not really white. This is an interesting color, but uh, it's it's like it's not the like double Zeta mint green, but it is definitely not like it is white with like a hint of blue and green in it. Yeah, it is. It is like pale enough that in certain like contexts you just assume it's white, but it is cl- it is not. There is definitely green. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting color. Um, but uh, it's got like these little parts of armor that hang down that have like little triangles you know what on it, them. It's like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Kind of, yeah. The ones where they don't use a lot of dye. Yeah, anything. it's 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 like it's like to, like you know yeah some types of mint chocolate chip if they're not going all in on the mint green will have yeah mm-hmm. like this color. Um, and I I, I I like this color a lot. Uh, oh, or it's like matrix color grading is happening to a white mobile suit. <laughs> um, hmm. No, but uh. Yeah, though, uh, I just, it's a really good face. Uh, you have two little, like, below the mono eye, you have, like, you know, the flat little area, which has, like, two little flattened vents and then a chin that's jutting out of the middle. Um, 
and yeah, just a really cool head design. Uh, the back of the head also on the underside has a lot of this uh, dark purple. Um, and then the same with like the neck and whatnot. The neck and the collar area has like a mix of dark purple and this lighter like pink purple for the colors. Mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, moving on to the chest. Now for the chest, uh, we've got also, again, built in, we don't know the function of these. They look like chest Vulcans, right? They even have the colored barrels like Vulcans would have. But you've got, mm -hmm. on the collar area, you've got these two little barrels. Um, the torso armor, uh, you've got a little bit, like, on the back that's, like, hopped up a little bit. Uh, should know, this doesn't really have a backpack, this suit. Um, it, it, it does have, like, a separate, like, pink thing that's part of the torso, but it's so in, in, ingrained into the torso that it really doesn't feel like a separate backpack. And that just has, like, two little thrusters. Um, mm -hmm. You have two uh, deeply cut-in chest events uh, that are, like, uh, they are in the bright pink, uh, but they've got, like, these big cuts uh, that lead to them. Um, and then you've got... The chest juts out kind of far. You've got the cockpit hatch, and then you've got this, like, little underhang of armor, and I, I like the way that the armor on the bottom kind of, like, has this, like... It, it just has this effect around the, the um, cockpit, which I think looks really neat. Oh, mm -hmm. for a fun comparison at home, this is one of the shows where we actually have a difference in our... We actually have the different sete and the sete as drawn by the actual artist. So you can see the detail changes too, which I think is just fun for the show. Because um, you can tell which one of these is drawn by Ipe and which one is someone tracing over Ipe's design for the anime. Because um, mm -hmm. uh, Ipe loves his little details. Um, but yeah, on the chest also, you've got a little bit of pink under torso there uh, that's connected into the waist and like the connection for the torso and waist in between. You have this like round like, bullish connector, like, you know, that would allow, presumably, the torso to, like, rotate forward and back and, like, around a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. Just, like, a really solid connection there for the waist. Uh, for the shoulders, uh, very simple shoulders overall. Like, um, they've got an interesting shape to them. They've got, like, they are rounded on the front and back, and they make almost like a circle, but then they have a bump on top also. And then they have, like, that bump on top that has a thruster in it uh, on the outer side. And then the outer side also has... It's mostly just black in there because it's not really, like, detailed or anything. Um, mm -hmm. But you can see, like, inside the shoulder a little. Uh, for the arms, uh, interesting upper arm shape. It's got, like, this kind of, like... The, the bicep area has... Like, it's got a bit of a bulge on the bicep and joint area right like it's got like very flat upper arms but then you've got like a bulge coming out of like the bicep which is interesting and it also gets very narrow at the actual joint yeah it gets narrow at the actual joint it's kind of funny though because if you're looking at it from the side it's also narrow from the side until the joint gets there it's like a really weird design for this mm -hmm. uh for the lower arms really simple and thin lower arms uh they do have an elbow protector but like otherwise you know they're kind of like a very familiar shape for the lower arms, though really big wrist cuffs going on here, uh, mm -hmm. really big wrist cuffs, and they have like some flared armor in the back that's kind of like uh, protecting the wrist a bit. Uh, and then for the hands, you've got these really nice pink hands that uh, have sharpened like finger uh, like armor. Like these are designed like a lot like a lot of the hands in uh, G Witch are designed, and even some in IBO, where mm -hmm. you've got a clear demarcation between like the armor of the fingers and then like the manipulators underneath, which I really love this thing. And yeah, actually it's funny. We say IBO, but like when we talked about a specific IBO design, the Kamaras having these kinds of hands, that's also Ipe. So, you know, mm -hmm. just a thing to keep in mind. Same artist. 
Uh, then when we get to the waist, for the waist, um, uh, okay, so for the skirts, I'm gonna save this for last, because it's basically a backpack in function, and it's gonna be a thing we talk a lot about, but for the, for mm. the basic part of the waist, you've got the front crotch piece, it's got, like, a little inlaid pink area on the top that, you know, no Federation V in it, but it is, like, of that style of crotch. Um, at the bottom of the armor, you have two, like, little, uh, thin kind of spike pieces of armor, like, jutting out forward around, like, the, uh, central, uh, crotch area there. Just they kind of, kind of mirror, it. they kind of mirror the Federation style area, yeah. in a way. Um, for the, uh, you do also have, like, side skirts, they're very simple, they're, like, connected from the front, and they just wrap around all the way. They're just not a even really... belt loop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're more like, it's almost like a belt skirt design, yeah. Uh, and then for the legs, we've got a very, so you you see some visible frame, like, you know, on the, like, uh, the waist, and you can see, like, where it connects into the leg, but the, the frame and then the leg are both that same, like, darker purple color, um, and also on the left leg, actually, that's where the beam sabers are stored. You have two beam sabers right there at the front of the left leg. Um, oh. very weird place to put them, um. But yeah, it's just got two of them embedded in the front leg there. Uh, well, it's like having them on the mounted on the side skirt. It just doesn't have a side skirt. It doesn't have a side skirt, so they're just both on the leg. And they're both, I guess, like, specifically them being on the same side is, like, the weirder thing to me. Sure, that's fair. Um, But yeah, the rest of the leg, though, very shapely legs. Like, you know, they've got, kind of like what we talked about with the arms. Like, they kind of thin out a little towards the middle, but then, like, towards the joint, they bulb out again. Uh, You've got... Big separate separate knees uh, that are like also in the dark color. Uh, on Ipe's own line art, he draws these with like little thrusters in them, but they simplified that for the show. Uh, you've also got the big rounded parts of the leg, which those are also interesting because on the show line art, they're very evidently round. But if you look at Ipe's art, they're actually flat on them. Mm-hmm. Just another interesting thing to note about the differences in art. Um, but you know, these are like the circular areas where the joint is. Um, though it also has a joint above. I believe these legs are double-jointed, because I think the lower part can move, and then the upper part can move, if I'm remembering right. I, I think that's look. right. I'm gonna look at the model just to make sure. Oh, no! Okay, actually, uh, it is just a single joint. It's just designed really? in a weird way. Yep. You huh, can see okay. that here. But, yeah. Uh, then you've got, also on the legs, so, uh, as you hit the lower legs, they start becoming more of a, uh, but the light pink again, they do have some outer thrusters on the calves. Uh, also below the knee, there's like a big thruster on the front. Uh, you have really small cat, like lower calves on this. Like they start thing out extremely. And then when you get to the end, you've got like a simple square piece of ankle armor protecting the feet. The feet uh, have ankle- like armor on the sides of the feet. And then a really interesting foot because you can clearly tell that this foot is like not necessarily always for standing on. And then you've got like a big heel where, like, it's a big, flat heel. And you can see in Ipe's art, generally speaking, this mobile suit is flying, and while it is flying, uh, the feet point down completely. The kind arm, of vertigo style. Yeah, the toes are designed in such a way that, like, you know, the heel kind of, like, tucks into them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, and then finally, the big part of this suit is the skirt. You've got, on the back, a rear skirt apparatus... That is like a big flat rear skirt that has three connection points. And these three connection points house what are just three absolutely huge funnels. Like, you know, bigger than like your usual big funnels. Because usually you, 
the biggest funnels you get are like okay they're like you know either the new Gundam's fin funnels or like on the Providence Gundam and Seed you've got like those thicker you know top funnels these are big these are close to the size of the G Lucifer itself yeah and it's got three of them so you've got one on either side and then one on the center back uh these are designed so they're all in that like minty armor uh you can see the area where they connect they have this uh they have these bright pink connectors uh, and these fly off of those when they are in funnel mode, because as we stated, these are funnels. Um, and these funnels are covered in a mixture of verniers and emitters. Uh, so you can see they, they, they have a two-pronged design as you go back, and they have they do in fact have the ability to generate either a large beam cannon or even a large beam saber from the center of that. But mm-hmm. also on the outside of the prongs, you can see there's uh, three emitters on either side. These are also beam emitters that can fire either smaller beams or B-beam sabers. Uh, and then all the other little details uh, along there, like the ones that are on the outer, like, you know, towards the back, or uh, the pieces that are facing the uh, G-Lucifer when they're on the back, those are thrusters for when this pops off. And also mm-hmm. has thru- it also has a thruster in the connection where they are connected to. Uh, right, and when they're attached to the G-Lucifer, they act as its main source of thrust. Yeah. Um, so these, these skirt funnels can be fired... Um, they can be fired well on the side skirts, like we see it flipping them around and, you know, firing these in all directions. And, of course, being funnels, they can also just launch off, which is pretty cool. Mm. Um, and these are really cool. These are the main special weapon of this, though, right? They are just these huge funnels... I love the way that even on the kit, uh, they, it, the kit did one cool thing and one bad thing. So the cool thing is on the kit, uh, they included the big beams for the middle of these. The less cool thing on the kit is they only included six beams, uh, beam Aww. sabers. So you can't, you would need to buy three of these in order to have enough beam saber parts for all of them. Uh... But, I mean, it's still really cool that you could even do that, because that's honestly more than I expect for a high grade to sure. have. Um, also, a kit that definitely, as you look at it, you can definitely tell it needs lining. Um, I do have this. <laughs> it looks way. a yeah. lot better when you line it, but it, the, the the specific... So they molded it in that mint color, like, that really, really light mint color, and they also gave it a bit of a glossiness, and it just eats away all the uh, Ipe lines, uh, and like uh, it, you know when you don't have them lined. Yeah, even if you're looking at, like, just the art of it, please seek out the, the Ipe art as opposed to the, the production sete because it just looks so much better. Yeah. I the mean, details do so much for it. You know, it's, yeah. Which, in the show, whenever it looks close up, they decide to go, okay, we're going to do this with more detail, but, you know, it's just the nature of animation. Um, right. And, of course, in animation, it looks good when you see it in animation. That's just because G. Reiko is a fucking fantastic-looking show, though. Um, especially for, like, the era I think it came out in. Yeah, I mean, a big part of that, I think, also, is just, like, very smart designers really intelligently using color. Not only that, it, like, look at, like, the way the line weight is in G. Reiko, too. Like, like this specific shot that we're gonna have to talk more about in a bit. Um, oh, yeah. Look, look at the line weight, though, right? Like, it almost feels like it was drawn, like, hand-drawn. Because mm-hmm. the lines have this, like, weird... And this is a consistent thing throughout G. Reiko. I feel like, like, the line weight in G. Reiko, when they draw in, like, screen caps and whatnot, 
it looks like it was hand drawn, even though it's clearly a very digital show. Like using a lot of like, it, it, if anything, it goes really hard in on digital effects, which I think that's also good. Actually, I think like the contrast between like the mecha themselves, you know, having this kind of like these like nice lines on them to like these very obviously like digital gradients. It's the same thing that looks great in turn A, like when the Moonlight Butterfly is getting used in turn A, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I would say like even like the basic beam effects in G Reiko tend to look really good because of this. Um anyway, speaking of which, I brought up the Moonlight Butterfly. Yeah. Uh so a weird thing with the G Lucifer is in the final episode at one point, while firing, it does also emit the Moonlight Butterfly. It uses an eye field produced from its back to spread nanomachines that break down uh, the, a ship and stuff and break down, like, mobile suits around it. It is clearly the Moonlight Butterfly on a much smaller scale. Why it has this? Tamina will never explain. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, originally the show was supposed to be pre-turn A. This was supposed to be in between turn A and UC. Then he said, actually, it's post-turn A. Tamino does not care. No. It just probably Tamino thought it would be really cool if this machine just randomly did this in the final episode. And to be fair, it is really cool. He's that... right. Yeah, he is right. It's sick. Um, this machine's really neat. Uh, I love this machine. Um, it does also have a beam saber and a beam rifle. Um, you know, the beam sabers are on the skirt, as mentioned. The beam rifle, uh, let me pull it up. It's a design that's used, I think, on some other suits, too. Um, let me see. Yeah, right, because the kit doesn't even come with the beam rifle. I think when we see it use a beam rifle, it uses, like, uh, the same ones as, like, the Jahanams or something. Because um, it's it's not, like, a primary beam rifle made for it. Mm. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, all it really needs is the skirt funnels, because these skirts have six beam cannons on each of them, and then a mega cannon in the middle. Those little ones on the edges are still defined as cannons, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this machine's just cool. It's a really cool end-of-the-show mobile suit. Um, it appears in episode 21. There's only 26 episodes in the show total. So, you know, it's it's pretty much at the end. Um, it's just a really cool machine. Um, so this is piloted by uh, uh, both Naredo and Raraya together. I would say Raraya feels like the more main pilot of it. Uh, just personally. I don't know why, it just... You know, they're both in the cockpit, but Raraya always feels like the main pilot for, for me to this. Which, to be fair, I think even in video games, I make her tend to be the pilot. Because mm-hmm. Raraya doesn't start off the series as, like, a pilot. <laughs> she just helps. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Uh. Yeah, no, the, the G. Lucifer fucking rules. It's just really cool. That's just this really cool end-of-the-show suit. It definitely feels like an end-of-the-show suit. Um, it's the it's a weird looking Gundam, in it like completely weird looking Gundam. I, I'm surprised you don't hate this for having a jutting out torso after our conversation a couple weeks ago, because it definitely has a very jutting out torso. No, yeah, but there's a justification. Oh, that's where the cockpit is. <sighs> okay. You need space for it. Okay, whatever. It's not just a random piece of metal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the torso, also to be fair. Given how small that torso is, it contains the moonlight butterfly. You need every inch of space you can it, get. It, and it also, it is a small torso. You don't really... So looking at this design from the art, you might not realize this is kind of a... It, it's a very skinny and, like, small design mm-hmm. overall. 
Like, you know, especially when you consider how little the arms have. That's why the funnels probably are so big. They're offsetting the fact that it's a small mobile suit. It's only yeah. seven, it's 17 and a half meters tall, so it's a little shorter than, like, first Gundam, right? Like, at the yeah. head. Um, Slapping the hood and going, this baby can fit so many war crimes in it. Um, this machine fucking rules, though. Uh, now, there really is cool. an early version of it. Um, mm-hmm. that, uh, was in the, uh, Ipe G Labs, uh, so the, the MSV, there's an Ipe thing that is, like, them doing, you know, like, these little designs, um, and, uh, they're really cool, and I'm really sad that we don't really have good art of them, because, like, they weren't, uh, G Reiko was not a popular show, and the side materials for it were also not popular. There's a lot of, like, MSV for the show that just does not have good art online that only exists through kind of bat scans like the image on the wiki and on mhq very small you know mm-hmm. it's very crunchy jpeg that you are looking at there uh yeah. now for this design though it looks really cool because the head so uh the differences on this design one it has more of a traditional gundam head i say but it's a weird one uh funnily enough this head also looks very uh uh well Kinda, it kind of has the same head as the um, uh, a certain mobile suit we talked about last week. Uh, if you look behind the mohawk and stuff, it's got like a bunch of these. Oh, it does stumps. have a little bit of that, yeah. Uh huh. And it's got these two giant V fins, but they are like embedded in the head, and they definitely look a lot more like horns. I mean, with this mm-hmm. thing being called the Lucifer, I'm betting that's intentional, but sure, uh-huh. sure. I mean, it has it has sinister heterochromia. You it know? has sinister heterochromia. It really looks cool. Look. Y- no reason not to give your robot a heterochromia IMO. Uh, I actually have a close-up of this head, too, that's a little better than the images we have, so give me one second. VGMM. Uh, right, I have, because uh, I was able to search around and find scans. One, I found a magazine model of it there uh, that has uh, the eye, and two, I found a one close-up from the magazine that has more art there that we just don't have because, again, no one scanned these fucking magazines. I had to search all over to find this. Um, so for the face though, okay, so you've still got like, not really vents on the side of the head. It does have these, like, it it has these cuts in the side of the head that evoke like, you know, a Gundam head shape and like the vents, but the Mm -hmm. eyes are really weird. So you've got a big blue eye and then a single little like red dot eye. And then Mm -hmm. the eyes have like, you know how like the Gundam will sometimes have like that red lining around the eye that has like these little vertical like lines in it. Instead, this one has eye bags. This has eye bags almost is how they look. Yeah, it's like these like just lines that go around the eye. And it's got two of those. And then it just has a Gundam face. It's got a flat detailless Gundam face that has a small chin on it. It does have like little lines on the face, but you know, it's like it doesn't have like the ch- face vents and the whatnot. Um mm. so then as you move down, the torso is basically the it, it is very similar. It is hmm. so where it changes is the torso does not jut out as far. Mm-hmm. So it is a bit more of a flat torso. And the details are a bit different. Uh, it still has, like, those collar what appear to be, again, like, to me, those look like chest Vulcans. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the it has these little, instead of vents, like the little vents that the G. Lucifer has, it just has these, like, round circles on the chest there. Mm-hmm. Just 
interesting design choice. The sides of the torso are the same, though, and, like, the inner parts of the torso are the same. Like, you know, the little purple part uh, connecting into the waist. Uh, the shoulders are different. They are simpler armor, uh, very square oh, it has armor. a pretty different cockpit hatch, too. Yeah, the cockpit hatch also, like, besides the torso jutting out less, the cockpit hatch also is, like, a lot more flat and, you know... Classic, really. Very, yeah, it almost feels like a very classic cockpit hatch. Speaking of classic, even these shoulders kind of feel almost mm. like a corruption of, like, existing, like, standard, like, Federation shoulders, right? Like, they're very square. Yeah. They have the thrusters at the end in the same spot. They do have, like, a thruster on the front and back of them. Uh, it almost the, gives ground gym, which is, or not ground gym, ground Gundam, which is kind of weird. Yeah. The arms are the same arms as the G Lucifer. Uh, you can see a different rifle that this one's using, a very boxy rifle. Uh, with a mm -hmm. clip in the back i don't remember I, i'm sure this is based on an existing one i just can't remember which it's been a while since i've watched g Rico. um for the crotch uh you actually do have a bit of extra detail that doesn't even come across on the ipe one where uh it has some uh like extra vents on the bottom crotch area uh then uh the skirt the wraparound skirt's the same uh the skirt funnels on the back are the same the only real difference with those is that they have a uh, they have these really cool stripes on them I, I do like the way those look. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the legs, you still have the, you know, beam saber stored in the same spot. Um, Colors blocking's different, though. We've, color got block the, we've got the green over the top of the legs instead of the, the yeah, purple. Yeah, the purple's much more subdued on this, actually. Same with the arms, too. Uh, it just, uh, or I guess the arms are white on the... G. Lucifer's got some weird color blocking. I like it, but God, it what does. a weird suit. Um yeah, so, like, the thighs and, like, the knee and then the leg connection there are all all uh, white, but then the joint is in that purple. And then the lower legs, so, interesting thing here, uh, change-wise, uh, the lower legs don't have any feet at all. Like, they mm -hmm. have the same, like, they're mostly the same, but then when you hit, like, that lower area where the leg starts to taper into the feet, instead they just kind of end in thrusters. Um, and, yeah, this is just a cool-looking variant, too. Again, yeah. I wish we had more of Ipe's, like, big art for these, because uh, these things rule. Like, this is, like, you know, this is Ipe when he first shows up, and you can see at least why someone like me would, like, uh, attach to this guy, like, this newcomer to Gundam, and he's just drawing like this, and I'm just like, oh my god. Um, like, I just, I love his designs, you know? And I love the head. Uh, this is one of the coolest Gundam heads. Um, I just, I just think it's a really cool Gundam-type head. Yeah, it's really sick. Uh, it looks so tired because it has the eye bags. It's really funny because in the art, you can kind of, they don't really necessarily get the eye, eye bag thing across too much, but then that like custom model for like the magazine there, uh, it looks like it's very sleepy and tired. This looks like a tired old mech in a way that's really cool. That shot from the side with that, with the single red eye, it looks like a Decepticon. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's really, it's so weird. It's such a strange design. My god, though. What a cool design. And we have so many more to talk about with G-Reiko, but the G-Lucifer is a standalone design! Yeah. Um, you know, and again, I guess you could say it has relation to the Turn A or the Turn X, because, you know, it has the Moonlight Butterfly for some reason. Uh, but yeah. Uh, suit rules. It's just uh, definitely one of those suits also that I liked from Ipe because he was told to make a Gundam and he had already made some weird looking fake Gundams in the show but this one gets to have Gundam in its name and it does not look like a Gundam either and I you know same thing I like about some other designs by him that are called Gundams that look nothing like a Gundam mm -hmm. I just the, the idea of the Gundam doesn't have to be the RX-78 
the idea of the Gundam is something that it, there is power in the name Gundam, uh, and I, I like that uh, that to, both Tamino let him do that, or possibly even requested that, knowing Tamino, you know. Mm-hmm. For all we know, Tamino told Ipe, "Hey, when you design the Gundam Lucifer, make sure it doesn't look like a Gundam." Uh, and then also, and that probably let him, you know, in future shows continue doing that. Um, yeah, no, the suit, the suit rules though. Uh, glad we got this request. Um, nothing more from me. <laughs> but yeah. No, just, uh, just a really sick robot. Yeah. That, like, like a lot of, uh, like a lot of Reconista designs, tragically will not get probably any love again. Yeah. At least it got a model, unlike a lot of them, though. At least you can True. own it in some form that makes you go, damn, I love this thing and I like having it in 3D. Because a lot of those designs, I love them and I will never have them in 3D. I was so much hoping that with them doing the movies, that, oh, maybe they'll do another run of the models. No. Seemingly not. It sucks. How how successful was the uh, fucking... My brain just stopped. Um the movies that they've been doing for I don't know I know that the show the show is a weird one because on one hand it is known that the show did not have high ratings and that a lot of popular critics hated it now there's also a lot of anime industry people who actually really liked it uh Urobochi for instance fucking love that show um Mm -hmm. but a lot of like mainstream critics like that talked about it that were like mainstream anime critics basically lambasted the show and were like, Tamino doesn't know how to make a show anymore, etc., etc. Which is funny, because I, I, I feel like the opposite. I feel like, oh, this feels like a Tamino anime when I watched it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm j- I just think people forgot what a Tamino anime is like, because their brains have rotted from too much modern anime. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 the modern a- anime critic and, 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 you know, reviewer of 2013, 2014, their brains had atrophied from too much normal anime being bad. But, um, yeah, no, like, uh, the, the weird thing with this show is, though, is the models ended up being way more popular, because Bandai actually kind of, like, was gonna let it die. Uh, Bandai had only initially, we do know that Bandai had only initially planned the first four models, which is the G-Self, uh, the Cat-She, um, I believe it was the Cat-She, let me see the first four. I know the Grimoire was one of them, and the Montero was one of them. And basically everything after that was, oh, this show actually is selling model kits, and we didn't expect it to, because I'm presuming they just thought it was weird, right? Because we know that Bandai... Bandai is weird, because sometimes they are willing to experiment with Gundam, and sometimes they are like, we have to play it extremely safe. G. Reiko was there, it was right after Gundam Age, and I'm betting that's why it was like, okay, we have to play this extremely safe. Because Gundam Age was kind of, even though Gundam Age had all, the, like, the known designers on it, Gundam Age was a show that was, you know, weird in format and whatnot, in, like, in some aspects. Uh, mm-hmm. And so they were, and, like, the Vegan designs in, in Gundam Age are really weird. So maybe they were like, okay, well, we're just gonna put it out today. So yeah, it was, uh, there was the G-Self, the Grimoire the Montero, the G-Arcane, and then they did the G-Self Space Pack. And I believe those five, actually, are the ones that were like, okay, we're not doing any more. And then the show did really well, and they're like, fuck, let's do a whole bunch more. And even the order that they did them in after this is actually a really bizarre order, because it doesn't necessarily follow, like, when things debut uh, for a couple of them, because I think they just, yeah, it, it kind of just shows that they weren't planning on doing more originally. Um... Hmm. G. Reiko is a really weird show, is what I'll say. Uh, again, critically, it seems to be a flop. 
Uh, I don't know if it did well with ratings. Uh, you know, a lot of the hardcore fans didn't seem to enjoy it enough to upload, like, the magazine scans and shit that I want. Uh, but the model kits did well enough that they did some more models. And, I mean, it did do well enough in retrospect that they did let Tamino do five whole movies of it. <laughs> so, yeah. question mark. Big question mark with the whole thing. And the G-Self has won multiple polls about, hey, we want this to get a master grade. You know, there was the Verkop poll, and I believe other polls I've seen that are just, like, independent ones. Not run by Bandai, but, like, you know, people want... People seemingly like the G-Self and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I I don't know. Uh, I, I It's such a hard show to gauge how it how it feels, because it is all... G, Reiko, much like Tamino, is a land of contrasts. Um, sure. Anyway, but yeah. The big long way of saying, it's really hard to tell and I have no fucking clue. Okay, fair enough. I'm just curious, you know, if we're ever going to see new kits for it. I would like it. I would love that, but... Yeah. Anyway. Alright. Well, Six, where can people find you online? Well, for the moment, I still have yet to make up my mind, so you can find me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Um, DM me there if your questions, comments, if you want to request like Nilligan here and want us to talk about a, a, a suit on the show. Um, doesn't, of course, have to be Gundam. Um, Dylan, what about you? Uh, you can find me at Robot on Twitter and co-host. Uh, they are... I haven't been... I, 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 you know, I don't post actively, but I'm on both places. Um, I used to do, I was doing daily Mecca and then I fell out of doing it for one day. And then I just, I had, I've been really bad about posting daily Mecca on the co-host now. Did 107, is like 160 something days in a row without stopping. And then I just was like, okay, hold on. I need to take a small break. <laughs> because the problem is I don't just share one mech. I sometimes share related ones and whatnot. And so sure. I've actually accidentally repeated some because my brain just forgets that, like, oh, I actually already did this as part of a different episode. Or not episode, a different post. And it's like, shit. You need your list of units covered, like I have, for oh. the show. Does it help that early on I wasn't actually actively using the tagging system? So when I was looking earlier, it was actually skipping some. And I was like, oh, shit, I fucked up. Because <laughs> um, I accidentally, like... I repeated the Guerrero Tetra Kai because, you know, the, the new toy was coming out and I was excited. And it turns out I had already covered that during a GPO4 post. And then there was also, um, all right, I already covered. Oh, wait, no, right. It was, sorry. It was that I did the Guerrero Tetra Kai and the GPO4 as their own posts, even though in the Guerrero Tetra post, I had talked about both of those. Right. That's what it was. Um, and like I covered... Uh, I, I did the Zaku Flipper a long time ago, but when I did that, I also covered the Ewax Zaku 3, but then I also did the Ewax Zaku 3 as its own post. Problem is, even though I save a lot of mecha and I know a lot of them, there's a lot that I like, and after 100 days, it's easy to just bring them back up again. I mean, hell, look at our show here where it's like, it's really good that we have a list of units done, because we could end up rolling something we already covered, and we would just do a whole episode on it. <laughs> again. I feel like I feel like I would have enough moments of being like, this doesn't feel right. But you're right. And you say it, that, but then again, I had to give us that for the Hazel. <laughs> well, that's just because... Mm, no, never mind. I can say it. That's fine. Say it. Say no. it. Coward. No. Uh, basically, I was going to say this. I say this affectionately, but like, there's a degree to which those designs kind of blend together. Wow. 
Also, it's true that we have talked so much off the air about them that it becomes hard to keep it straight. Yeah, that's kind of the other issue is, unfortunately, we talk about a lot of robots off air, like, right after we're done recording, because Six is trapped with me, and I'm like, no, I'm not letting you go yet. Um, but, yeah. Alright. Well, that's it, though. Uh... What I want the I want the Super Fumina to win a MG ball. Get a no. Super Fumina Verka. No! No! What kind of extra details do you think they'd add, Dylan? Uh, well, they know how to do animal skeletons now, so it better just be skeletons and organs and not, like, anything gross. I mean, you could add extra detail to clothing. Oh, right. All the time you build parts that you can't see on an MG. I'm just saying, they could do skeletons. <laughs> I'm glad you're willing to just not engage you for the creep I'm being. I mean, I know, because I know it's an act, because I've heard how much you hate that. I really do. It's really the fucking worst. Yeah. Uh, the thing that takes that last episode of Build Fighters try, an episode that otherwise I go, damn, it's like they finally understood Build Fighters again. And it's and it's having fun. And then that happens, and I'm like, no, why have you done this? <laughs> God. Anyway. Yes, I like, I like to play the villain on this show, but sometimes the act is just too hard on my soul. <laughs> Anyway, we'll see you next time, folks. Peace out.